Brown with Cajun Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana with another Explore the Card episode where we take a deep dive look at the pops, the prices, the history, the aesthetics, all of the above of a great Michael Jordan card from the 80s or 90s. Traditionally, it's been an insert or parallel, and today's no exception. We're talking about the 1996 Stadium Club High Risers, card number HR14, featuring MJ in his black pinstripe, taking a beautiful picturesque fadeaway jumper with the city of Chicago skyline in the background. Uh, really cool card, really, really tough card condition-wise. Not the craziest pack eyes, but condition-wise, tough card. This is the card we're talking about, as always, I like to uh, come uh, provide content for you guys with an element of transparency. If I own a card, I tell you. If I don't own a card, I tell you. And so I've got my PWCC vault pulled up, and this is what I have in uh, this 1996 Stadium Club High Risers card. As you can see, I've got uh, a few PSA 8s. Let's see, one, two, three, four PSA 8s. I've got a PSA 8 members only, which is actually a very, very rare card. The members only with the members only script running uh, diagonally across the back of that, upside down and forwards and all over the place. So the members only is super rare. And then uh, I've got the uh, the very rare PSA 10, which we'll talk about today. It says pop 11 on here, but that's a misnomer. That's not correct. It's actually a pop 12. And so uh, that's what I've uh, that's what I've got. So now you know where I'm coming from. I really love the card. I think it's really important. Anytime I stack duplicate copies of a card, it means I think it's either uh, a good investment long term, or I just think the price at the current time is just too low to ignore. And so I'll pick a couple extra copies up. Let's look at the 1996 Stadium Club set itself. And I've got you switched over here on Trading Card Database. Let's switch over to the checklist. This is a 100 and uh, 180 card base set uh, the 1996 stadium club set is it's in no particular order scotty pippen's the first card dale davis is second it's not an alphabetical order team order or anything like that uh, the big rookie cards in 1996 stadium club do i even need to name them if you collect cards and you don't know who the rookie class of 96 is by now you've been sleeping or you're really young uh it's nash Hall of Famer, first ballot. Kobe, first ballot Hall of Famer, top 10 all time. Iverson, first ballot Hall of Famer, top 25 player of all time, arguably. Ray Allen, first ballot Hall of Famer. Sharif Abdul-Rahim, multiple all-star, fantastic player. Started in the Vancouver Grizzlies organization. Antoine Walker, all-star. Marcus Camby, all-star. Stephon Marbury, all-star. Jermaine O'Neal, all-star. Kerry Kittles, uh, National College Player of the Year at Villanova, I think. And then uh, very, very good rookie season in the NBA. One of the deepest and most top heavy it's deep and it's top heavy it's quality and it's quantity the 1996 rookie class was exceptional uh jordan is base card number 101 in this set let's see if i can pull up card number 101 so you know what the jordan base looks like here it is right here um there you go that's what the card looks like that's the jordan base card really good looking card jordan's in his concord 11s dunking on damn near the entire philadelphia 76ers team that 76ers team in 96 i don't think would have been very strong at all. That was when Iverson came in as a rookie. I'm thinking Clarence Weatherspoon. Um, I can't even think of who else might have been on that 76ers team. Somebody fill me in on who these other guys are. Um, but the Jordan base card that you're looking at right there, in a PSA 10, it's a $180 card. It's actually been running up lately. The base card has. It's only a pop 137 in 96 Stadium Club. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, some of you experts out there, but I don't think 96 Stadium Club was printed to the, uh, the number 
number to the quantity that like 92, 93 in the earlier year Stadium Club were. So there's fewer of them out there, only a Pop 137 in PSA 10, but a good looking card nonetheless. Um, the Jordan Members Only 101 base card that you're looking at, the parallel of this number 101 card in PSA 10 is a $1,900 last sale. $1,900 for a Jordan Members Only PSA 10 uh, Stadium Club from 1996. It's only a Pop 9, and here's why I know the production run is low. There was only 26 of those ever graded. Only 26 have ever been graded. Nine of them have gotten a PSA 10. Last sold for $1,900. Let's talk about the insert sets. There are 19 insert sets in 1996 Stadium Club. If you're looking for a set that you can open and pull out crazy, crazy inserts and parallels, this is the one. Now, I say there's 19. You know, there's class acts, class acts atomic refractors, class acts regular refractors. I'm counting that as three. So it's not truly 19 different inserts, but there's 19 inserts slash insert parallels potentially that you could pull from the 1996 Stadium Club. The most notable ones featuring Jordan are the class acts. The finest reprint, which is a reprint of the 101 star or extra rookie card, XRC. Uh, the Fusion, which is the die cut, gold foil, really condition sensitive card that I like a lot. Uh, the High Risers, which we're going to talk about today. The Members Only 55, the Players Private Issue, the Shining Moments, the Special Forces, which is a unique Jordan card, and then the Top Crop, which I think features Gary Payton on the back, if I'm not mistaken. So those are nine different uh, inserts. And again, on the Class Axe, I didn't include, obviously, Jordan has a Class Axe Atomic and a Class Axe Regular, uh, I believe. Uh, but here today, we are uh, going to talk about the only uh, the only parallels, of course, are the Members Only, and they've got Members Only of various different different inserts and base cards. But we're here today to talk about the high risers. So let me go find that bad boy. Here it is. There's the high risers. It's a 15 card set. They were inserted into second series packs only. Okay. Not first series packs, second series packs only one in 136. uh, I'm sorry. One in 36 pack odds to pull the insert one in 540 pack odds to pull the Jordan 36 times 15 players in the set makes your Jordan pack odds 1 in 540. Of course, Jordan is card number uh, HR14. There you can see it right there. It looks a little different there than it does here, but this is what the card looks like. That's really not a good picture there either because normally you can see those buildings a little bit cleaner, a little bit crisper. Uh, let's see if I can get you a good one. There's one. So there you can really see the buildings in the background. Just really good looking card right there. Uh, like I said, there's only 6 out of 15 um, in this set are Hall of Famers, which gives us a very low Hall of Fame rate. It's a 40% Hall of Fame rate. Part of the reason is they're focused primarily on dunkers, right? These are guys that can dunk the shit out of the ball. It's not necessarily the best players. They're high risers, as in big leapers, as in guys who dunk the hell out of the ball. And that's why you're going to see a Finley. That's why you're going to see a Brent Berry, uh, Vin Baker. You're going to see a Stackhouse, Isaiah Ryder, Antonio McDice. You're going to see guys like that. The only question I have is, and somebody help me here, why in the hell is Jawan Howard in here? Jawan Howard probably dunked the ball seven times in his entire NBA career. He had absolutely no athleticism whatsoever to begin with, and he definitely didn't belong in the high risers. Let's see if he's even dunking the ball in his high riser card. I've never even looked at it. I can't even believe he's a part of this set, uh, but he is. And so uh, as far as imposters go, I would say, you know, from a, from a collecting standpoint, guys that aren't really collected prevalently or heavily is Isaiah Ryder, Brent Berry, and Vin Baker. All three of those guys are, by card standards, imposter, even 
even though Vin Baker was a really good player in his prime. Brent Barry was in the dunk contest and the three-point contest. He won the dunk contest out and he taking his uh, you know, his warm-ups off. And then Isaiah Ryder, of course, most famous for the, uh, the East Bay uh, between the legs dunk and the dunk contest as well. Uh, Beckett calls this card. Let's pull it up so we can look at the aesthetics of the card again. It's a 15-card set featuring a combination of, get this, open quotes, power matrix and embossed technologies. That's better than I would have stated. I just think it looks foily, right? That's how uh, that's how in-depth and artistic I am. But Beckett says it's a power matrix with embossed technologies. The set features some of the NBA's best players above the rim, and it carries a HR prefix on the card number. As you can see, HR14, top right, HR14. Uh, so uh, let's give the people what they want. Y'all want to talk about pops and prices? Let's do it. I've got it pulled up. Here's the deal. I've only got PSA 10, PSA 9, and PSA 8 pulled up because those are predominantly where uh, the card shows up. 258 have ever been graded by PSA. You can see the PSA 10 is a pop 12. I think I said pop 11. That's what, uh, no, pop 12. Yeah, that's what card ladder has as well. You can also look at pop here. This is a good way to look at pop data as well. Just click that little pop report uh, button for, uh, for, um, uh, on card ladder and you can pull it up. Um, let's get back to it real quick. Sorry. Let me get back to my chart. There you go. So 4.7% uh, gem rate. As I mentioned, very condition sensitive, very tough, very low gem rate. That's why there's only 12 out of 258 graded PSA 10. The PSA 9 is a more reasonable number. Only 67 though. So combined PSA 10 and 9, less than 100. Still pretty impressive. Um, the uh, gem rate is much higher on a PSA 9, 26%. Although I think if you submitted them today, I don't think you would get 26%. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you would. And in fact, we'll look at the pop report column over here on the right and you can see at least 96 of them were delivered to PSA. Again, I don't have eight and a half, seven, six, five, four, whatever, but at least 96 were submitted to PSA since April of 2021. And as you can see, a grand total of zero goose egg, not one PSA 10 has been added. 26 PSA nines, which kind of falls right on that 26% number. Um, the percentage, uh, the other thing that stands out to me is the highest sale. The last PSA 10 that sold was the highest PA 10, PSA 10 that has sold. I was lucky enough to pick mine up in a private deal with the great Northeast sports cards, Josh Dawson, who happened to have two of the 12. And so Josh sold me uh, one of his PSA 10s. I was really happy to buy it from him, a uh, known and trusted and vetted source. And uh, obviously authenticity never in question when you're dealing with the great at Northeast sports cards, Josh Dawson, who has one of the greatest Jordan collections on planet Earth. Um, only one PSA 10 has sold in the last six months. You can get your hands on a PSA 9 real easily. This is one of the very rare times where I will say, I believe the PSA 9, PSA 10 ratio is off. I think the PSA 10 should be worth more than 3,500. And I really believe the PSA 9 is better than a $333 card. I mean, the damn base card, which is pop 137, and it's a base card in PSA 10 is a $180 card. The PSA 9 high risers with a pop, uh, with a pack odds of one, and 540 should be worth more than $333. This is a $500 card all day long. It looks good. It's from a set that people care about, the Stadium Club. Um, I just think 333 sounds just woefully low, and that's why I've kind of stacked up on the PSA 8s because those are too low as well. Um, and there's only 104 of those. Only 258 ever graded by PSA. That's just not a big number. The PSA 9 has been trending downward in price, as you can see, down 22% over the last six months. PSA 8 is also 
also down 11% over the last six months. And as you can see, the pop growth is only in the nine and eight category. No PSA uh, 10s have been added. There are no BGS 10s. There are no BGS black label 10s. There are 16 combined gem or better copies in existence between PSA and BGS. Um, BGS is not in here, but if we look at it, it still pulls up the Beckett Pop Report. There's only four BGS 9.5s. This is one of those weird situations where the gem percentage is lower for Beckett, fewer have been graded by Beckett, and there's one-third as many gems in Beckett slabs as there are in PSA slabs. And so a little roll reversal here, a little bit different there, but 16 total combined, that ain't a lot. So if you're looking uh, as a grade snob like I am to pick this card up in a PSA 10 or a BGS 9.5, get to work because it ain't easy. Uh, how often does the card sell on the open market combined? PSA and BGS have sold three times over the last six months. And believe it or not, that BGS 9.5 has sold twice over the last six months. It sold for 14.10 and 11.40. Again, it just seems too cheap to me for a pop four card. And it just does. I don't know what else to say. What about eBay? What's on eBay? Let's check it out. Uh, uh, by the way, I wanted to show you the kind of the pop report for PSA and just kind of explain to you how much more rare the members only is. There's only 258, 259 graded by PSA. There's about 86 graded uh, members only. 11 PSA 10s. Uh, and then I've got the PSA 8, which is a pop 28. Just not that many members only have ever even been submitted. Less than 100 total have been submitted to PSA. That's just not a big number. But let's look at eBay and see what we can find. I searched 96, high risers, Jordan. Here's what I pull up. You've got a chance to pick up a night. That's actually a pretty nice looking raw copy. I'd need to look a lot closer at it and vet it, of course. But uh, a couple raw copies there. You've got another PSA 8 there. you got a raw copy, raw copy. This is... Um, uh, one of those color bar proofs, and I've actually got one of these as well, except mine's actually wider. I don't. It's kind of a strange deal here, but this is a color bar proof. Uh, raw, raw. Uh, we've got a PSA 8 for 275, and as we know, that's just a, a little bit overpriced because the last uh, PSA 8 sold for 122. Um, we've got, um, don't know what this is, blank front oversized card. That's weird, so it's just the back. Um, a 275 PSA 8 overpriced. A 140 raw, a 220 PSA 8 overpriced, 110 PSA 7 overpriced, uh, PSA 8 that's kind of close to comps at 159. Not a bad pickup if you're in the PSA 8 market. I've got enough of my own, so I don't need any more. Another overpriced, a raw, an SGCA, another PSA 7 overpriced, an SGC 8, a raw, an 8, a 7, um, an 8, an 8.5, and that's it. So you didn't see any 9s, you didn't see any 10s, you didn't see any BGS 9.5s, you didn't see any BGS, period. And so that just gives you an idea. This card's a little bit more rare than I think people are giving it credit for. And so that's a reason I just kind of keep the card on your radar. Uh, I get three results when I type in 96 Stadium Club Basketball Box 2, comma 2. Um, it's pulling up all the Series 2 basketball hobby boxes. A $1,000 went on Steel City Collectibles. There is a uh, factory sealed box with uh, uh, right here for $749. Again, I am not an expert on these boxes. These look to me to be two completely different boxes. They don't look the same. They're not the same color. Uh, it's not the exact, it's the same image, but it's cut off on one and not on the other. So I will be real careful when you're buying boxes to make sure you're buying the ones that actually contain the inserts and the parallels that you are looking for. So I'm just cautioning you there. I'm not an expert, so I'm not here to give advice on that. Um, 
what do I own and what grade? We talked about it. I own a bunch of different eights. I own a members only eight, and then I own a PSA 10. Of course, I would be happy to buy one of the 11 PSA 10 members only if I could get my hands on it, but again, good luck finding one of those. Those things are tucked away in collections and you're just not gonna see them. Uh, I am not interested in buying any more. I think I've got pretty much what I want except for the PSA 10 members only. Um, I am, I'm set, that's it. So I'm missing one. You know, I collect in PSA 10 and PSA 8. I've got the members only and the base 8. I've got the base 10. I just need the members only 10. So if you guys know of one, put me onto it and I'd be happy to look at it. The card is a low end card by all standards in all grades. We looked at the chart here and as you can see, the last sold price, even though it was the highest price ever paid for a PSA 10, as we looked at on uh, the chart, let's go back to it and here we go. There's the chart right there. That's the all time chart. In 2018, it's a $405 card. It jumped to $1,199, it jumped to $2,427, it jumped to $3,500, um, you know, the day before New Year's Eve in 2022. So about five months ago, the card jumped to $3,500. And that's the highest price ever paid for this card. So that's one of those rare cards that's actually uh, ignored the trend. We know Jordan cards have gone down over the last two years, not this one, up 44% from the uh, 2021 sale. Usually 2021 is where we see the peak value of cards, but not this high risers card. It's defied all odds and jumped to 3,500 um, as recently as December 30th, 2022, about five months ago. Um, what are cards like this? I've got $3,500 to spend, $3,200, $3,600, whatever, something in that range. I've got to make a decision. How do I want to grow my Jordan collection? What direction can I go? I've got three candidates that would challenge for your $3,500 along with this Stadium Club High Risers that you're looking at on your screen. The first one is the Natural Born Thrillers from 1995 Skybox EXL. It's a Pop 52 card, so about four times the population of the High Risers, uh, maybe three times the population, three and a half times the population of the High Risers in PSA 10. I've got the 1988 Fleer Base number 17 card, which is a significantly higher pop card, and it's a card from the 80s, and it's a true base card, which has been doing very poorly over the last two years. And then I've got the Panini Foil sticker uh, card number 102 which is super tough to pull in a PSA 10 just because it's an interesting little cut card um, and it is a sticker so uh, it's a real thin hard to keep in good condition a lot of people peeled them and put them on trapper keepers or book sacks or wherever the hell they put it uh, but this is a pop 52 in PSA 10 as well and that card has been all over the place up 22% over the last two years unlike the 88 Fleer which is nosedive down 46% over the last two years the natural born thrillers is even worse it's down 52% and a lot of that hinges, it would be down still, but a lot of that hinges on this last sale, which was way too low for this card. Uh, $3,400 is a really low price for a Natural Born Thrillers PSA 10. In fact, that's going to be the lowest sale. Yeah, that's the lowest sale in a really long time, dating all the way back to 2020. So uh, that's just interesting right there. I'd keep an eye on that card. If you can get into this Natural Born Thrillers at $3,400, this is off topic and I digress, but if you can get into it for $3,400, $3,500, man, I'd jump on that right now because there's not that many of these guys floating around. Uh, in order, what would I want? I would go High Risers number one. I'd go our card of the day. This is my number one. It's a pop 12. Um, the pack odds aren't the, the most ridiculous at one in 540, 
but uh, high risers number one I would go natural born thrillers number two as my number two card here just because of the aesthetics of the card and the pops about 52 I would go uh, panini foil sticker number three um, and then I would go 88 Fleer uh, number four I'm lucky enough to own every one of these cards in PSA 10 so I've got all four of these in PSA 10 and that's the order that I would go with and that's the one that I would cling to the most would be the high risers if somebody made me get rid of these cards on the G Jordan Cajun card on the Cajun cardboard scale of Jordan card relevance on a scale of one to ten I give the card a seven I give it a seven because uh, it is condition sensitive. It is tough, but the pack odds aren't crazy. Aesthetics are great. Really like the look of the card. Um, you know, I forgot to look at the back of the card. I wanted to look at the back of the card so we could talk about uh, what it says on the back. So let's pull up one of these right here. Uh, real colorful. It's got the same uh, kind of the reverse image of the city of Chicago skyline. And it says, it's an unforgettable image that of Jordan sailing through the air with his tongue hanging out, almost as if taunting the mere mortals below. No guard in the sports history has done more to claim back airspace from the seven footers than Jordan. And there you go, six foot six, 198 guard, card number HR14, uh, Michael Jordan. Again, that's a 10. No, that's an eight you're looking at. So yeah, I was about to say it's got some chipping at the top. But uh, anyway, just to, uh, to stay on the same page, I give it a seven out of 10. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. What would you give this card on a scale of one to 10? Let me know if you've got a Jordan 96 Stadium Club high risers. Let me know what you think about the Jordan 96 Stadium Club high risers. Uh, am I crazy that uh, this is a good card to pick up and to hold long term? I just like it. I like the look of it. I like the scarcity of it. I like the rarity of it. I like the condition sensitivity of it. And I like the price point this card especially in a PSA 9 and a PSA 8 I just think that is really really cheap for a pretty cool card from a pretty relevant product which is Stadium Club I mean nothing reeks 90s more than Skybox and Stadium Club right I mean those two uh, especially so uh, as always thank you guys for watching these episodes let me know if there's a card you want me to feature in the next episode of um, Explore the Card episode number 66 will be coming up next I do try to alternate between crazy high end you saw Playmakers Theater last i've got a very low end card that's very affordable even in the highest of high grades here uh in the low end category below five thousand uh, dollars but i bounce all over the place there's really no rhyme or reason i'm just going to do these videos until i run out of jordan cards to talk about so hopefully you guys enjoy these videos hit the like button if you do hit the bell icon to get notified when new videos come out you'll catch these pretty much every friday if not every friday two out of three fridays at 4 30 p.m central on this channel, the Cajun Cardboard YouTube channel. If you're watching my stuff and you haven't subscribed, for God's sakes, I'm not asking you for money. I'm not putting ads. I'm not trying to make money here, uh, at least not at the moment. Please hit the subscribe button. It's the one thing you can do for me that doesn't cost anything. One more thing you can do that's free is just mention my channel to a friend. Just say, hey, if you like collecting Jordan cars or you want to get into the Jordan market, go check out Cajun Cardboard. He talks about not just Jordan, but Jordan a lot. And Jordan cards specifically, cards from the 90s, different inserts and parallels from the 90s. Lots of unique, interesting content. Go check out some of my playlists. I think I've got a little bit of everything for everybody um, on the channel. So as always, thank you guys for watching. Enjoy your weekend. You're watching this on a Friday, hopefully. Enjoy your weekend. Keep collecting. Stay positive in the hobby. Peace.